Hey y'all, welcome to Couture Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia Steele. Welcome back to the Couture Conversations podcast. This is episode 20. I cannot even believe we are already on episode 20 here and perfectly kicking off in 2022. I hope that you all have had an amazing holiday filled with a good reset and of course proper celebration bringing in this fabulous new year. Goodbye to 2021. Bring on all the amazing things 2022 has to bring. Am I right? (laughs) The wild thing about the holidays is that before I got out of the buying fashion world or working really heavily in the fashion industry, I never knew what a holiday break was. And I'm sure I speak for all of those in the retail industry. You're like, yeah, what's a holiday break? We are working all holiday. There's just very little work-life balance in the retail industry, especially during the holiday season. New Year's, I mean, everyone needs a new dress. Christmas, I mean, all the presents, so on and so forth. It's just very hectic. And when I'm thinking about these seasons, the main thing that comes to mind is how almost every conversation that I remember having around this time was about finding a solution to whatever crisis, issue, challenge, or problem that was occurring. I recently hired a wonderful new employee for my company who said to me a couple of days ago, it was after she took one of the programs we offer, and for reference, the program is called Foundation Essentials, She said, these skills are the most overlooked experience. And without getting too deep into what the program is all about on this episode, problem solving, finding solutions, critical thinking, and thinking outside the box of, you know, to come up with solutions is truly what makes someone successful or not, regardless of what industry you're in, because We all know when a customer comes up to a sales specialist in a store, especially over the holidays, it's usually to ask them a question. And it's the sales specialist's responsibility to answer the question. It's their role to solve what the customer is asking for. Of course, you know, within the you know realm of bandwidth that they are able to to do and to accommodate for. And we all know those customers who ask for extremely unrealistic things. But at a luxury level, the foundation essential skills are truly the most overlooked skills. I could not agree more with this amazing new hire of mine. And things to master in any retail role. And I'll link that program in the write-up on this course if anyone wants wants to check it out. I do find it interesting because... In the super fast industry, super fast paced industry of the fashion world, we are always looking for solutions to challenges. I was working for a smaller luxury brand. The line being designed was using this gorgeous silk and wool blend fabric for their jackets. I mean, the fabric was absolutely stunning and so incredible. But fast forwards, when we received the fabric in bulk order, the fabric 
that arrived was not in the color that we ordered it in. Now it was close, but it wasn't exactly what we ordered, which by the way, does happen from time to time with special fabric orders. But <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it happens to you too. You know, you order something online and it wasn't what you expected. The difference is you can send that Amazon package back, but this custom order of fabric is a bit more challenging to send back and get what you need in time for the actual production. The same goes when you're working on the planning side of buying and your logistics software decides to send 10 size four dresses to one location instead of a proper assortment. I mean, the list can go on and on and on with trying to find solutions in the fashion industry. You know, there are so many blunders and challenges and total crisis mode events, but the reality is stripping away what the topic is and solving the problem with the best possible outcome is truly the goal in mind, right? But it's wild when I'm thinking about it. How do you go from high school or college to be thrown right into the world of constant solution demanding culture and in the fashion industry specifically, you know, being expected to have solutions to all of these challenges being presented to you? It's not an easy transition because traditional school teaches us the skills in a specific subject matter, but what if the book catches on fire, burns down, and you have to write it all off memory? That's not something that they usually teach us in school. It's not to the normal curriculum. The basic skills, the essential skills necessary to problem solve are typically learned through experience in the workplace. But... Again, why do companies and business owners rely on trial and error of experience for these skills to be taught? It still it still really baffles me. It's probably, I mean, and I'm obviously going to be biased, but the most important skill set someone should learn. I'll give an example because I love those. I was working for a large corporate retail company in the buying office, and it seemed like every damn day there was a solution needed like a hundred times over again every single day. The leaders in the buying office were just constantly frantic. It was such a stressful environment and now taking a step back and not being in that environment anymore, it's given me time to realize that they viewed everything as a problem to be solved instead of finding a solution. The difference is taking an optimistic approach to the challenge at hand. When a manager comes to you and they say, we have a problem, oh my gosh, does your heart rate go up a little? I know mine certainly did. But rather, when they could have said, I need your help to find a solution to something. It's engaging, it's positive, and simply changing the way you approach this massive, important thing in the business world can begin to make all of the difference. The difference between seeing something as a problem instead of seeing something as a solution to be solved may seem really simple, but making that little switch, I'm telling you, it's going to have a drastic effect in the workplace. Because I work with several companies now in several different industries across this beautiful retail fashion world. And the one thing that I pick up on the fastest is if it's a positive work environment or a negative one. 
I don't give a shit if the company culture says that they are inclusive, they're an inclusive community, everyone's opinion matters, blah, blah, blah. How are your leaders approaching any challenge they are faced with? And then communicating that to their team. That will tell me immediately whether or not they have a turnover problem. Turnover problem meaning people leaving really quickly or before 18 months of employment. Before even looking at their numbers, you know, it's pretty easy to sniff out just taking a look at that one little basic essential skill that is so overlooked because no one wants to be in a constant negative steamroller. There's this author who I really enjoy reading um, his books and also listening to his podcast and reading about him on the things that he posts on Instagram. His name is Adam Grant. He said something recently about informed optimism that just really, really resonated with me. Because regardless of what is at stake, if you're going to huff and puff and complain about it, you're not actually solving anything. You're just in a negative spiral of loathing what you have to do. And what he means by informed optimism is that someone who's an optimist isn't ignoring all of the things that need to occur. They're just viewing it as, no matter what, I'm going to find a solution to this. So rather taking a look at the facts of what is occurring, saying, sure, that's less than ideal of what's occurring at the moment, then changing gears and quickly saying, okay, I need a solution stat. What are my options? This way of thinking not only will get you there faster, but it's also magic for the work environment. It's like someone sprinkles some dust on your employees and all of a sudden they want to be productive for you. I love to reference this movie in this podcast because I find it the easiest way to relate what I'm talking about in regards to the fashion industry to those listening who either have never worked in this industry before or just want a point of reference. So (laughs) the Devil Wears Prada, of course, the scene where Andy, the main character, drops the book, the, you know, the Vogue book off to, or the uh, runway book rather, off to Miranda's townhome and walks up and walks up the stairs to see her and her husband arguing. And then the following day, Miranda tasks Andy with a seriously impossible task. And Andy's first route was a bit of a pity party for herself. She called her boyfriend and was complaining and not believing in herself that she wanted to quit. Then something inside of her when she saw the bus of, you know, that guy Christian with his face on it, she was like, nope, actually, I think I can do this. She started to believe in herself. She started to think about things optimistically. She started to think about finding a solution rather than seeing this as a problem. She contacted that journalist and y'all, she pulled off that impossible task. I am completely aware (laughs) that, that this was a very dramatic version of this, but When you switch your mindset as the only option is to find a solution, you're going to pull it off because it may not be exactly as you want things to go. I can't tell you how many times I was in the hot seat in my professional life, even still now, of having to quote unquote fix a problem. And that's how I viewed it. Fixing problems, all these problems. It seems so depressing. (laughs) All these problems left and right. 
But now being a business owner, I don't see things as problems, just solutions yet to be solved. And circling back, you know, to my original question, how on earth are these crucial skills the most overlooked experience when they can truly make all of the difference? To me, how someone finds a solution to something and how they approach it is the very thing I look for when I'm personally making any hiring decisions. It tells me their mindset, whether they believe in themselves or not, and most importantly, their ability to see the bigger picture of opportunities coming out of incoming inevitable derailments. I mean, who has had a work day where everything went perfectly? You know what I mean? I personally can't think of one work day where everything was rainbows and sunshine and everything went exactly how I planned. Maybe one or two days. <laughs> but there are inevitable derailments that occur in everyone's life, whether they be personal or professional. In this hectic retail environment, truly, we have no time to waste because everything is fast-paced. Everything is changing and the whole term adapt or die is so relevant in the fashion industry because brands do truly need to constantly be in a wheel of finding solutions for what the customer wants, understanding why they're buying what they're buying. It's a constant spiral of solving and finding solutions. As you all know, (laughs) a boss once told me, fucking focus and get to work. Y'all, I know this is a short episode kicking off the new year in 2022, but I hope I got your mind getting back to work about the differences between problem solving and finding a solution. Big difference that makes all of the difference. Happy new year, everyone. And I'm excited to see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 